before we start this episode, I'm going to request from Greg and Chico, we're going to be talking about a topic, a very serious topic, sort of like we did last week. We're going to be talking about the court system. And guys, I want you to treat this topic with the decorum and respect it deserves. Okay? Okay. Greg? This is about the court system? Yeah, we talked about... Okay, so to review, we've talked about the jail system last week, and Monday we talked about the police system. Now we're talking about the justice system. So we're pretty much covering the gamut of the American justice system, which deserves the decorum that we're about to give it. Yes. And now here's the theme music. This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 282, Submission 1351, Gary Busey, Pet Judge. Gary Busey, Pet Judge, aired on Amazon Prime Video starting on May 25th, 2020, for a total of six episodes thus far. This got released on my birthday. Happy birthday? Let me tell you something, Jeff. This was not a good birthday present you gave me in 2020. He wanted a uh, bash and brawl Hulk Hogan. How could you mix up the two? No, I wanted a complete series DVD of Mr. Smith. I didn't want this. We're still waiting for Keto Lorber to deliver on that. Come on, Keno Lorber. Hashtag, give us Mr. Smith. Okay, here's Shadow Stevens. Each year across the country, there are thousands of pet disputes. Those who want their cases tried by the best know there's only one man they can turn to, and he is thirsty for pet justice. So, guys... I don't know if you know this, and, and, and I'm being serious about this. This isn't a, a Greg going into Tony Shalhoub here. The, this is dead serious. I love the uh, courtroom genre, the, the 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 daytime courtroom genre. I really do. I'm Judge Judy, legend. I quote her all the time in the classroom because she says one of my favorite lines of all time about how do you know when teenagers are lying, their mouths are moving. Which is true. I mean, if you deal mm-hmm. with teenagers, they can't tell the truth to save their lives. But also, I thoroughly enjoy shows like People's Court. And I'm talking about all versions of People's Court. You go back to Judge Wap- I mean, Judge Wapner's priceless, but even Marilyn Million, she's grown on me over the last however long it's been now, 15 years. Of all the people who have been judged on the uh, the comparatively new version of the People's Court, Marilyn Million has been there the longest, I believe. Well, yeah. definitely, because the other ones, you had Ed Koch, which was what, about three seasons? Yep, and then Ed, you had Judge Jerry, Jerry Scheinsland. Jerry, yeah, you had Judge Judy's husband on there, and that couldn't have lasted more than, what, no. about two years? No. Maybe even a year? But then you got Marilyn Million, and again, that was like, gosh, it's got to be close to like 18 years ago at this point. Yep. At least 18, 18, 20 years ago. So yeah, she's she, she's been a workhorse and, and, and continues to do a great job to this day. 
And the best part is, as I mentioned in previous episodes, they brought back Doug Llewellyn in the recent seasons. Oh, yeah. They got rid of Kurt Chaplin. They brought back Doug Llewellyn. That's right. Can you tell us your thoughts on the judge's decision? Piss me off if one of my bosses. And Doug Llewellyn's still as good as he was 40 years ago. Yep. But also, and I, I know you guys know this, and I'm sure probably our listeners know this too. I'm also a softy when it comes to animals, when it comes to oh, pets. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, we, we all know uh, a, a certain cat sometimes makes your presence known on this podcast. And, and also, up until about a year and a half ago, I had her sister. Uh, but uh, even beyond that, growing up, I was around dogs quite a bit and uh, and other animals so i I really have a soft spot in my heart for animals and even like every paycheck part of my paycheck goes to the apl because i firmly believe that every dog and cat should have a loving home you probably didn't know that about me that i'm that much of a softy when it comes to animals oh i I, I, I knew you were a softy when it comes to animals i didn't know you were that much of a softy i'm a big supporter of pets specifically that every cat and dog should have a loving home clean food clean water, warmth, heat, shelter. That's one of my big pet causes, if you will. No pun intended. But yeah, I, I care about the, the forefoots. You care about our, our little furry friends here. Yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker for little furry friends. Yeah, the noodles, I hear you. She may he, has a, he has a little furry friend with him right now. Yeah. Oh, and by yeah, the she, way... She, she's in the room, but... Yeah. By the way, you can't see it on Zoom, but Chico's holding uh, a pillow of a cat. And Chico, do you want to explain what you're holding? Okay, this is the peace cat that was called the comfort cat uh, during the time it was used during uh, Savage Questions on live broadcasts of the cast show back when it was a thing. Yeah, Rafi, we miss you. And Bo, we miss Bo too. We do not miss Shanda, though, for some reason. I don't miss Shanda, but Chico apparently does, but whatever. I do. Okay, well, that's on you. But okay. So, so, oh, yeah, hold so on. Time out. Time oh, out. No. I got to mention one thing. Okay. Okay. Andy Afferton, who runs Boys to Be Nation Pop, told me one time that because I brought up that I won on HQ, like after. I, I did something with him, like, on a stream lounge or whatever, and he's like, oh, wow, I haven't played HQ in, like, forever. I remember I played that in Cash Show all the time, and he told me he watched a sexual harassment training video, I think, once, and you know who was in it? Raph! <laughs> oh, no. He's making his case for it. It was a big Hall of Fame, and he's not even in anything. <laughs> he was on that one episode of uh, I almost got away with it. <laughs> that is it. That is correct. He was in yeah. the reenacting in that one episode of I almost got away with it. But other than that, he does corporate videos. Other than that, he does corporate <laughs> oh, videos. He's, he's doing the, look at Chico. He's doing the finger hey, guns. Hey, you know yes. what? Shout out to Jordan Honan, who, ha- who saved the gift of Raph doing the finger guns after all these years. Hey, don't forget, you got to stay hydrated. Especially now because it's hot as hell outside. Oh, hold on. Don't forget about that cold, hard cash going directly into your PayPal account. 
Hello there, welcome to another episode of The Cash Show. It is so good to see you. You look fantastic. Hopefully you feel as good as you look. And are you feeling lucky? Because this is the place to be. The Cash Show is on right now with a chance to win cold hard cash. This is trivia, it's 12 questions and all, and that money goes right to your PayPal account. No muss, no fuss, very easy, very fun. Here's how the game works. 12 questions and all, we have non-prize questions and prize questions. You get through all the non-prize questions to the prize question rounds. That's where you start seeing that cold hard cash coming right into your PayPal account. And that's where it gets really, really frantic and really crazy, and that's what it's all about, right? And then six weeks later, it finally drops. <laughs> so getting back to the, the crux of the matter here, we're going to talk about both those topics. We're going to talk about the judicial system, and we're going to talk about pets. A little bit differently than we did with Judge Wapner with the Judge Wapner's Animal Court. Not just a little bit different. It's a lot different. Primarily because... Well, as you heard uh, the title of this episode, this courtroom is run by the one and only Gary Busey. The kind of office rocker Gary Busey. He's crazy. He went from being nominated for an Oscar playing Buddy Holly to Pet Justice. Uh, Gary Busey is, is a renowned actor who's, let's say, maybe gone a bit off the deep end over the last decade or so. That's one way of putting it. Yeah, we'll keep it at that. But he listens to these cases, and I should use air quotes, cases, because I don't know if they ex uh, explicitly mention that these are fake or reenactments, but these are not real cases. And really, if you want confirmation of that, you can go to the IMDb page where basically everybody in this show has some sort of credit. I mean, obviously, Gary Busey does, but the defendants do, the plaintiffs do, the, the, the court reporter, the Doug Llewellyn type person does. And I found it to be funny, but Greg, he lasted about 20 minutes. I was like, nope. It was, to say the very least, strange. It was very bizarre. And again, the topics that are covered, not even realistic. They're so out there, so fake, you know it's not real. But it's also, I think, you, watching this, you're not here for the court cases. You're here for Gary Busey being, for lack of a better word, Gary Busey. Just being off his proverbial rocker. Yeah, you watch the show and what you see is what you get. Gary Busey at his Gary Buseyist. Yeah, that works. We'll, we'll, we'll turn that into a word. There you go. His Gary Buseyist. And uh, joining him because he does have the courtroom staples of an interviewer outside of the courtroom and a bailiff. As his bailiff, he has Mike E. Winfield, and he is a that comedian from that thing. 
he played two episodes of The Office as new warehouse guy. But you probably saw him doing his sets on Laugh Factory, acting out the uh, 2013 Arsenio Hall show, Comics Unleashed, Comedy.TV, Comic View on BET. He was a guest comic on a 2010 episode of The Late Show with David Letterman. Yeah. So he's basically that comic on that Byron Allen comedy show. You said Comedy.TV and Comics Unleashed. So, you know, he's got all the Byron Allen shows covered very well there. And then as the interviewer, we have Ian Abramson, who is a comedian and a writer. He has been on Space Force, L.A. to Vegas, Adam Ruins Everything, and The Middle. And he's actually performed in... Backseat Comics, At Midnight, and something called Who Wants $2.69 with Martin Urbano? I have no idea what that is, but that sounds awesome. Oh, he was also on an episode of Join or Die with Craig Ferguson. I remember that show. I like that show. On a huh. History Channel, Join or Die with Craig Ferguson. Mm-hmm. I think it was post-slivery name game. Maybe it was it coincided yeah, it, with it. Yeah, it sounds like something he'd do uh, either on the side or directly following. But yeah, he too, big comedian. Really funny guy. But he was very aloof as the court reporter here. And clearly, I mean, th- that I think was the big tip off that these were all fake because he just asked like the simplest, stupidest questions and and he just looked very unkempt, uh, like literally he just rolled out of bed. But really, you know, we're talking about the on-camera folks. I think we need to talk about one person off-camera. The announcer? The announcer, yes. The one and only Shadow Stevens. Was Shadow Stevens that desperate for money that he had to do this? Well, it's called employment. I mean, I think we've said there's no such thing as bad employment as long as the checks don't bounce. He's got antenna TV. He doesn't need this. I don't get antenna TV, so I, I don't know. But the thing is also, you know, what has he done in the past? I mean, he's done, obviously, Hollywood Squares. Didn't he also do Hollywood Squares, uh, the 90s version? Yes, he, he did. did. The, the 80s, the 90s, and... and uh up to 2002 when he was replaced with Jeffrey Tambor for one season. Okay, I got like 13 weeks of the 1998 version of Hollywood Squares, so I wasn't uh, 100% sure there. But also he was, uh, talking about Craig Ferguson again, he was the announcer on the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. Yeah, and also Chico, he was Federated. He was Fred R. Rated, spokesman for the Federated. And I believe that led to his stint on Hollywood Squares, which led to his stint on American Top 40. That's right, because he was in between stints with Casey Kasem. Yep. It went Casey Kasem, then Shadow Stevens, then back to Casey Kasem, and now Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, I actually wanted to add that about uh, American Top 40. But also, I want to add one more thing. If you watch 25 Words or Less, 
his daughter is one of the semi-frequent celebrities. Amber Stevens West. But also, yeah. hold on, I'd be remiss if I wouldn't mention that Amber Stevens was in 22 Jump Street. Cynthia! Cynthia! Jesus died for our Cynthia's! Jesus cried! Runaway bride! Julia Roberts! Julia Rob Hurts! <laughs> Cynthia! Mm, Cynthia! You're dead! You are dead! Bop, boop, beep! Bop, bop, boop, bop! You're dead! That's for Cynthia. He's dead. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. And oh, yeah. You know what? You know what we did not mention? Four seasons as Kenny opposite Harry Anderson and Meshack Taylor in Dave's World. You're absolutely right about that. Yes. How dare we forget about Dave's World? How dare you forget about Dave's World? No, how dare we forget about Dave's World? Yeah, I'm bringing, I'm bringing the whole ship down. You're damn right, because it was based on the works of Dave Barry. Yeah, and it lasted, like you said, four seasons. Yep, it's like Dave Barry and his work for the Miami Herald. I mean, Meshach Taylor's character, clearly based on Leonard Pitts. Clearly. So as you could probably assume from the title... These are all pet-related uh, court cases uh, of varied levels of absurdity. Yeah, from the absurd to the incredibly absurd. Yeah, they cover the whole gamut. And I think, you know, we should just jump into the episodes. I mean, there's all of six. And, and again, Greg's seen a couple. I've seen a number of them. I don't think I've seen all six, but I've seen at least four and yeah this is this is bizarre but also yeah there's probably a reason why this hasn't been done in two years besides uh the little covid thing so the first episode is called mousy tongue not mouse tongue mousy tongue squeak squeak mousy tongue yeah a man sues his wife over the funeral arrangements for their deceased cat and a widow is suing her employer for not insuring her dog, which she believes to be the reincarnation of her late husband. Oh, boy. I'm, I, I, I can't even get through the first capsule. The, the funeral arrangements for the dead cat. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. He wanted to give this deceased cat, the, the man, uh, the husband, wanted to give his deceased cat a Viking funeral. And I'm not kidding. He had this big Viking ship, well, not big, maybe about 18 inches or 12 inches, a Viking ship in which he was going to put the cat's ashes and basically set it out to sea. I don't get it. Oh, why, do, why would you want to give your cat a Viking funeral? Because reasons? Because the cat probably deserves to go out in style. Well, okay, excuse me. Yeah, I lost a cat, like I said, about a year and a half ago. The cat's got a nice urn and it's sitting in my living room. Is that not good enough for a cat? You have to build a Viking ship and push its ashes out to sea? That, I don't get it. 
But then, yeah, a widow is suing her employer for not insuring her dog, who she believes to be the reincarnation. I can't reincarnation. Oh my gosh. Reincarnation. Reincarnation of. I told you I can't get through this. This is so stupid. Reincarnation of her late husband. Okay. Uh, all right. I actually have some notes here from our friends at thepopbreak.com. By the way, special shout out to thepopbreak.com. Okay. So in that episode, the first episode, the husband wants a Viking funeral for his cat against his wife's wishes. Uh, the husband and wife, Bill Wise and Jacqueline Stevens, are both actors. Duh. Bill, Wa- Duh. Duh. Bill Wise was in Waves, and Jacqueline Stevens was in A Dog Walker's Christmas Tale. What the hell is A Dog Walker's Christmas Tale? It reads like a Hallmark Christmas movie, okay? It's a dog walker, there's Christmas involved. It's not as good as the Kissing Booth 2, I bet. Or the Kissing Booth 3. Or the Kissing Booth 1. The epic conclusion of the Kissing Booth saga. The end of an era, which, as I mentioned last week, I didn't even know was an era. Oh, wait. Uh, a Dog Walker's Christmas Tale. Apparently, hold on. Don't want to like surprise anybody about this company and their recent uh, moves and uh, the ways they're spending money. It's a Netflix movie, it looks like. Oh. That explains why Netflix is tanking. A Dog Walker's Christmas Tale. Oh, my God. Who the hell would watch that crap? The same audience who would watch similar movies on Lifetime and Hallmark Channel? Yeah, I was just going to say, the people who like those movies who don't get cable, who cut the cord. They can get a friendly TV subscription and watch all the movies on Hallmark they want on it. By the way, this is not an ad for friendly TV. I'm just not saying because I'm subscribed to it. No. It's just an endorsement. Yes. It's not an ad. It's just an endorsement. Uh, okay. And the second case, uh, Anna Dresden, who is trying to get her dog added to her health coverage, because she believes it to be the reincarnation of her dead husband. Maybe we should just go to episode two. Let's oh, go to episode gosh. two. Too many doodles. Oh my gosh. I think I have stuff to say about this. Oh gosh. Gary presides over a case of a dog pooping in the neighbor's yard. There is disagreement on what animal produced the poop, but a DNA test should resolve that question if Gary can't tell by examining the poop. The second case is also about poop. A parrot. It's a rescue parrot. So is the parrot being vindictive or trying to acclimate to a new environment or just being sloppy? Surely Gary will know the bird's mind. Okay, so that first case, you're going to determine whose dog is responsible by analyzing the DNA in the poop. So you just took a DNA test. It turns out you're 100% that bitch. Oh, I got it. Uh, I did too. So in this episode regarding the, um, the dog and the excrement, to use a fancy term, Gary Busey actually, in his quote-unquote ruling, 
said that the dog had to wear this contraption around its tail, which basically was a almost like a litter box scoop attached to a flexible wire. So the, the wire was curved, so it was right underneath the dog's rectum, if you will. Oh. Why am I afraid to use the word rectum? I'm a grown adult. But anyhow, the idea was that this scoop would retrieve anything the dog voided. Yeah. And that was his ruling. He, the, the, the dog's got to wear this, this goofy sort of cat litter scoop on a, uh, uh, on a, a flexible cord or wire. Just goofy, 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 goofy. And actually, the second part, uh, the, the parrot, what the parrot was guilty of was ruining a uh, part of a collection of movie memorabilia that um, uh, this uh, parrot's ex-boyfriend owned. And if I remember correctly, Gary Busey just said, not guilty. He's uh, owed nothing. Bird's going to do what bird's got to do. Ah. And birds obviously do, do, do. Episode three is called Bandit. A taxidermist is sued over a pet job, and a man sues a pet boarding company, claiming his mastiff's demeanor changed. Don't want to know how a taxidermist screwed up a pet job. Now, I know, again, it's all fake, but still... That's a very, again, as I said at the beginning of the show, this is a very serious subject, not just the judicial system, but taxidermy of a loved one's pet. How does he screw that up? I can think of some ways, but yeah. You can think of so many ways to uh, screw the pooch on that one. Oh my gosh. You really went there. I I didn't even mean to go there. <laughs> you, you still went there. Yeah, well, but okay. Well, and also we should add uh, that playing the, the taxidermist in this uh, episode, if you will, is Edward Heddington. Again, another one of those comics, uh, those people that uh, shows up on shows every now and then. Apparently, he's a character actor who's shown up on Jimmy Kimmel Live in some of his skits. Mm-hmm. Mega Man. Oh, my gosh. Mega Man. Inmate at Otisville Correction Facility. Gettysburg Address Protester. I'm, oh, I'm not touching that one with a forklift. But, yeah, he, he's got a diverse resume. Nothing major, but uh, he, he's definitely been out there. Indeed he has. Indeed he has. All right, let's go to episode four, which is called Herding Turtle. Oh, no. This is another one I have thoughts about. A man sues a dog walker for discrimination due to her refusal to walk his pet tortoise. And a woman is suing an animal trainer who claimed he would bring the monkey from friends to her son's birthday party. She believes it's an imposter. Yeah. And a couple of actual uh, names from this episode playing the role of the dog walker is Annie Savage, who 
remember we talked about Ed from Jimmy Kimmel. Annie does uh, random bits on Conan O'Brien's show on TBS. Okay. Hal Lublin is a writer and voice actor. You've heard him on the Venture Brothers. And of course, if you're anything like me, you hear him every night at 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock Central Time hosting Swagbucks Live. Okay. That's still on? That is still a thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, the Indian bots haven't stopped anything, unfortunately. Oh, God. That and the ridiculously easy questions. Yeah, it's like, it's not going to be a hard game. It's going to be a fun game. No, it's not. Translation, you'd have to be seriously off your game to miss anything. At the end of the day, you come out with a whopping 12 cents. Not even the producers of Play to Win would have been that stupid to make the questions so ridiculously easy on swag bucks. Wow, that's something I haven't said out loud in about 15 years. Play to Win. Do you remember that show? I do remember that show. That's the show that like recorded live from Europe, beamed across uh, PIX11 and WGN America, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Oh God! Oh, was... oh, the original version that GSN turned into Play Nation or whatever it was, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I won on that on, on Play Nation or whatever it was called. I, I'm just showing how much I care about it because I won, but I don't remember the name of the show. But yeah, July 4th of 2007, 200 bucks. Nice. Yeah. So about this episode. The dog walker who refused to walk the man's tortoise. The compromise or the the verdict in this case was that the dog walker had to walk the tortoise and the tortoise was put on a skateboard. But there was one little adjustment to the skateboard because if the turtle had to, again, using phrases related to bodily fluids, either the uh, number one or number two variety. And Gary Busey even refers to it as, you know, uh, leaving turtle streaks in the street. There was a little hole, probably about the size of a quarter, cut out on the the platform of the skateboard so the turtle could do its business. Yeah. You heard me. Turtle on a skateboard, little hole, so it could relieve itself but the second part oh my gosh the the uh the mock um monkey from friends well first off would the monkey even be alive now 25 years later or 20 years later probably not i mean it's a cute little monkey it's it, it couldn't have been uh, uh that young when it was on friends well for all we know it could be mr smith by now well, Mr. Smith was an orangutan, but I get it. So everyone knows I was an orangutan. She go, Johnny. How I did, swear. How did Johnny get in here? What the heck? I, told I you. swear to God, Johnny Olson, if you don't stay in your corner. Well, Johnny's been sitting in the corner since the last episode. So I didn't tell him he could get out of his corner. So while Johnny goes back to his corner. 
the one real funny moment from this episode was this monkey. Now this monkey was perched on the shoulder of, uh, of the owner and you don't see it. So I don't know if it ever actually happened, but supposedly the monkey flung poo at Gary Busey. One man's opinion or one monkey's opinion. And Gary Busey's like that monkey threw stuff at me. Well, how do you know the monkey threw stuff at you? Because I smelled it going by. Gary Busey must have one incredible sniffer if he can smell monkey poop being thrown at him. Yeah, pretty much. And I say that owning a little 12-pound poop machine right here. (laughs) Yeah, she came by. She, She knew we were talking about pets, so she decided to make her presence known. She's a good girl. She's a very good girl. Episode five, Meerkat Manners. A snake handling church's elders sue a hotel for not allowing their sacred serpents. And a handbag designer claims that a breeder sent him low quality skins. Ew. I don't have much to say about that. I'm sorry. That just, uh, ew. Yeah. And the final episode. Well, the final episode for now. We'll get to that in a second. Vincent Van Gogh. A man accuses a psychic of lying about speaking with his dead pet. And an estranged couple wrangles over custody of their pet goat. A man accuses a psychic of lying about speaking with his dead pet. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. How do you know he's lying about speaking to the dead pet? Well, first off, I don't believe in that stuff. But it's like... You know, did the, the, the spirit, did the medium talk to uh, the pet and, and, you know, oh, well, you know, your owner misses you, uh, Billy. And no, my pet's name wasn't Billy. It was, it was, uh, it was Furball or something like that. I, I, I'm just, it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of hooey. I mean, as we said, this is as fake as a $3 bill, but this is like peak fakeness as a $3 bill. And then a couple wrangles over custody of their pet goat. Oh, my gosh. They need to stay together for the kid. Oh, you really went there, didn't you? Yes, I went there. I have no regrets. They got to stay together for their kid. Did you appreciate that, Banoodles? Oh, you just want a belly rub. Okay. No. Well... To, to sum up all of the cases, uh, this is from the statement furnished by Amazon Prime. Is Gary Busey a real judge? Absolutely not. Does he know anything about pet law? Probably not. Can he look into your soul and suss out your spirit animal while delivering a verdict with the trademark Buseyism? You bet your sweet ass. The donkey kind. I'm speechless. I'm really speechless. But, okay, you're speechless, but the question we're left with is 
Is any of this real and why not? Is any of it real? I would put money, cold hard cash. There you go. Reference to uh, cash show. Cold hard cash on this being horribly fake. None of this is real. As we said, a lot of the people on this show, not talking about Gary Busey, they have IMDb pages. These are all actors. Yep. And, and, not, even, and not even good ones at that, to be honest. Yeah, uh, and I'm looking through an article from the American Bar Association where somebody actually watched this show and pointed out the website at GaryBuseyPetJudge.com that says, uh, and actually this is the this is the paragraph from the article. After watching the first episode in its entirety, I had my doubts that these were actual lawsuits that have been filed by litigants. Nevertheless, I've seen enough crazy in my career to know that nothing is ever so outlandish that it wouldn't be filed in a court of law. What I didn't doubt, though, is that these participants were actors. There was no way that your average individual would rip the way these folks did. Still, the series website states unequivocally that it's real. Well, that's not very honest and transparent. And the thing is, I'm taking a look here, just doing a, a quick search on, uh, actually, I searched Gary Busey, pet judge, is it canceled? We'll get to that in a second. But one of the results was, is Gary Busey, pet judge, uh, scripted? And it says, while the court cases are clearly scripted as far as everyone else is concerned, dot, dot, dot. So it just flat out says, this is fake. But then they say on their website, it's real. That's sort of deceptive. Maybe it's based on real cases, not that I really see couples fighting over a goat or or a dog walker won't walk a turtle. Or maybe it's real in the fact that it is an object and a tangible one that could be touched and felt and experienced and measured. Maybe it's quantum real, but it's so, not. So in other words, it's not a cryptocurrency. It's not an <laughs> NFT. It's tangible. I could put it in my hands. It, it, it's something I can invest in. I actually am not just giving money to some entity who, who the heck knows what's going to happen to my money. And that was Mike Klaus's opinions on NFTs and cryptocurrency. You're welcome. Thanks for attending my TED Talk. All of them are bullshit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. But getting back to the question I had, is it canceled? It isn't specifically canceled, but also at the same time, if you go to Amazon Prime, they do have the website for uh, Gary Busey Pet Judge, but the episodes are unavailable. Yeah. You either, you, yeah, you either have to go the YouTube route and pay $1.99 or 99 cents an episode, or I'm guessing iTunes would have it or some other services, Google Play might have it. Or, or, and I discovered this this afternoon, Pluto TV has all six episodes on demand. For free. For free, absolutely. So you don't need Amazon Prime if you want to catch this. Go to Pluto TV. You don't even need to download the app. I'm sure if you just go to your search engine and type in Gary Busey Pet Judge Pluto TV, it'll take you right to that page. Yeah, the official page at GaryBuseyPetJudge.com is still active, and it has a Watch Now button. You click the Watch Now button, 
it directs you to its page on Pluto TV. But hold on, guys. I want to let you know that before this show, I actually paid money to own the entire season of Gary Busey Pet Judge on Amazon for five ninety nine. So yeah, it, it is available on Amazon for purchase. I don't think it's even on Amazon because when I went there, it said this video is unavailable. No, that's for the streaming part. To buy the season, to actually buy the season, it's five ninety nine through for- Amazon. Yeah, from Amazon. Yeah. Oh, jeez. But yeah, you can get it for free through Pluto TV, and it's in sixteen by nine HD. So you're well, getting I, basically. Well, I wish I knew about it because now I have Gary Busey Pet Judge in my Amazon Video History forever and purchases. Well, quoting you, Greg, you've spent more on less. That is true. Yes, I have. Yes. So Gary Busey Pet Judge. What is there to say? It's a goofy idea, a goofy premise with a goofy individual as a goofy judge and goofy cases, which are absurd. And, you know, whether it's the fault of COVID or just because the show really kind of sucked, Gary Busey, Pet Judge, is just it's a thing on TV. Mm-hmm. That's one of your shows that you would only watch because you're in the middle of a pandemic. Well, also, I think they're trying to take advantage of Gary Busey and his his wackadoodle tendencies. Yeah. Well, how could I sub this up? I know. Cypher, it was a thing haiku corner. Oh, no. Lay it on us. Let's get the music started first, though. Yes, you love the music. You love Uh. the music. That, that's so relaxing. It's calming. Isn't it very relaxing, Benoodles? It's pet-friendly, this music. Oh, yeah. Oh, Benoodles loves this music. All right. Judge Gary Busey. Actual cases with pets. Ian needs grooming. Do you have air quotes around the word actual? Because I think we determined that Yes, I do. I do have. Okay. Could you hear the? Could you hear the? Could you hear the air quotes? I couldn't hear the air quotes. I'm sorry. I I did not hear the air quotes. Okay. Actual. 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 Okay. I I I I heard them that time. Okay. But yeah, Ian needs grooming. That's your takeaway. Somebody help this man. He looks like he dressed himself in the dark. Like I said, he he looked very unkempt. I mean, even on my worst day, I don't look that bad. I think the series as a whole was just basically a spoof on the court system, but we've seen spoofs that were done better. And maybe not even spoofs. I mean, we could talk about uh, personal injury court, you know, going back to that. Even though that was as fake as the $3 bill, that was... It had big D. That's all I'm going to say. That's, uh, that, that, it that's had my, big that, D. That's the justification of personal injury court. It gave us big D. It gave us big D. It gave us big D in a sex swing. And, and as Chico taught us, 
please don't go searching for sex wings on eBay or you're going to have ads for it for a long time. Yeah, I learned that one the hard way. Good thing you didn't lose your job over that. Or oh, my job does, oh, my job and my oh, my job doesn't know about it and my family doesn't care. Well, now they do. <laughs> HR is going to pull you into the office on Monday morning. So, Chico, what's this about you going on eBay searching for sex swings? I, what I do on my phone is my business. Thank you very much. If you want to hear more about our eBay habits, you can go peruse our episodes on it was a thing on tv.com. We have over 350 episodes worth of content. We're talking about episodes, live shows, special events, live watches, etc. And of course, we have links to our friends at Place to Be Nation. Uh, this week, what do we have? We had on Wednesday, which was yesterday, Street Hawk and Women in Prison. Ah, uh, yes. Women in Prison with that banger theme music. Now you're in jail! One of the really fun episodes, if I must say. Indeed it was. And of course, if you're following us on all social media, which you probably should, it just got easier. Don't forget, uh, go to Linktree at linktr.ee slash it was a thing on TV. We're there all the time with links to all of our socials. And uh, special thanks to, well, the folks at Pop Break for their notes on Gary Busey Pet Judge. I, I love to mention Pop Break at any time because we gave them an interview. Yes, we did. Or at least two-thirds of us did, yes. Two-thirds of us did, and the other third had to work. But uh, speaking of work, we're going to go right to work on what we have next week, which is, oh gosh, we have a couple of really good ones next week. We have our 4th of July special. But first, uh, to celebrate the release of the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder, we have the first of two special episodes. One, that was a very early detective entry with, uh, who was in this detective entry, I wonder? Oh, some big names, big names. Do you want me to say the names? Or I'll just say keep... it. I'll just give okay. you a hint. Uh, life finds a way oh so apparently not only celebrating love and thunder but also celebrating jurassic world yes well, well no way we could also say help me help me help me help me but also the guy that promotes apartments.com and apparently you, has you've show- seen those ads oh i totally see those ads I, the, the Brad Bellflower of Apartments.com looks a lot like the guy who has a show on Disney Plus. Just saying. He also looks like apparently that Grandmaster guy. I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, and also on that show. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I'm making a reference to this show. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I, I, I may be. I, I, I feel very. I can't believe we're, this is, I think, the first mention of this show in darn close to 300 episodes. His co star on that show would later be the mayor on Zoobly Zoo. 
Zoobly yep. zoo. Zoobly zoo. That you can wonder. I'm waiting for you. Special shout out. Special shout out to Stevie Valance who played Was That Kangaroo, by the way. It was no The Great Space Coaster. The Great Space Coaster. Oh my gosh, that was the greatest. I'm feeling my age, y'all. Oh. But also, we, we need that pl- somewhere. But unfortunately, there's a whole bunch of rights issues and stuff. But yeah, yeah I know. But also, uh, oh yeah. Also, next week, guys, we're gonna honor the troops next week with the Fourth of July coming up. Yeah. And what better way to honor the troops, but with some wrestling? Yep. And not just any wrestling. The kind that you would only find on an episode. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. And denim shorts are involved. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be a really fun week. We hope you are here for it right here on It Was a Thing on TV. For Greg, for Mike, I'm Chico. Thank you so much for listening. Please be kind to each other, and we will see you for the next one. Row! That son of a bitch. He just turned his back on me, the way reality turned its back on Gary Busey. How am I doing today, Gary Busey? You're doing great. Good. Then I'll keep it up. Pit justice. Pit justice.